Once we blame somebody, we take all the responsibility for ourselves and put it on somebody else and blame turns us into a victim. It's just giving our power away. It enforces helplessness and just the victim at that point. It's very easy. <clears throat> Humans want the path of least resistance and blame is by far the easiest path. It somehow inside of us absolves us from any responsibility for taking care of our own feelings. A lot of us have been waiting on an apology for a very long time. And how's that waiting going for you? Um, that apology we're waiting for is not going to come from outside of us, from the place we feel we deserve to get it from. That apology needs to come from ourselves to ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves for expecting other people to make things right within us. We have to learn how to empower ourselves to trust ourselves, to take accountability for our lives. And how do you do that? How do you know how to do that when that's never been modeled for you? When you try to take accountability and you start to own it and wear it, if you are still in the same circles, playing the same roles in the same systems, you are most likely going to get the same results. I mean, a lot of, a lot of reasons we never push back on the people we should have pushed back on is because we had received the same response so many times that we stopped pushing back because we knew deep down inside the outcome was going to be the same. So we adapted and we abandoned ourselves and our needs and our wants and our desires and our feelings just not to feel unloved by who we are. You know, it's a, it's a delicate balance I think a lot of us struggle with. We want the connection, we want the love, we want the validation from certain people in our lives and we held on to getting it and that holding on to wanting something from somebody else that we think at some point the light will go on for them and they'll give it to us really never will and that just leaves us stuck in this limbo state where we feel trapped, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like leaving home and going out in the world on your own. You know, we're not prepared. We don't have that solid foundation. 
So we sit in hope that one day this person or these people will give us permission to be us so we can go out in the world as who we are and not out in the world as the person that they needed us to be. I have always struggled with trying to never allow anyone around me to have a negative feeling because of me, of how I act, of what I say, what I do. Constantly having to live this perfection because I can't allow myself to feel anything but that. You know, some of us are, some of us are just more sensitive to it than others. You know, we're afraid of the rejection. We're afraid of the abandonment. We're afraid of being looked at in a certain way because we just can't handle it. We have experienced it so much to the point of overload that we don't allow ourselves to put ourselves in situations where we may be judged in a certain way because we can't experience those feelings. They're just too painful. They're a reminder of, you know, the abandonment and the love lost as we were growing up. And we adapted because those painful feelings feel like they're too much for us to handle. And, you know, back in the day, they were. If they weren't, we would have handled them fine and adapted. But we were so young and logical thought wasn't even present as this was going on. And I think the biggest question I get via message and email is, how do you sit with those feelings? I find them too painful. Sitting with those feelings and re-experiencing them and teaching ourselves that we can handle it is the way out of all of this. It is the hardest work you're ever going to do. You can read as many books as you want. You can listen to as many audio tapes. You can listen to as many podcasts over and over on an endless loop. And it is comforting. It is, it does feel good when you hear somebody that speaks words that you understand. You feel understood. Somebody finally gets you. And there's a comfort in reading those words and hearing that voice say them but it's never going to fix the problem. And the problem is we are afraid of feeling terrifying feelings and it's baffling. It's baffling how powerful something is inside of us and we don't even know, we're not even sure 100% why it's there or how it got there, but it's there. And that's what we avoid. I'm tired of avoiding them. I'm tired of feeling them and trying to escape them. It is very difficult to sit with them. And it's practice. It's like anything else. You know, if, 
If I gain 50 pounds, I'm 50 pounds overweight and I'm sitting on the couch, I am just going to sit there and keep telling myself I really need to exercise, I really need to change my diet, I really need to just change my lifestyle, I need to get healthy. But I look at the work that it's going to take to get to the healthy place physically that I want to be and it just feels overwhelming at times. And getting up and just walking around the block doesn't really feel like I'm doing much. I can't run a marathon the first time out. My body will not handle it. And if I was to somehow possibly make it, which would never happen at this point in time in my life, the pain that I'm going to be in afterwards, my muscles are going to be sore. It doesn't feel worth the effort sometimes. I have the I had the equivalent of those feelings of with sitting in the pain and sitting with the feelings I didn't want to and I started to think about it as exercise I have to start off small first I got to get off the couch then I got to walk to the end of the driveway then I have to walk around the block and eventually you get up to a mile 2 miles 3 miles it's the same with sitting with these feelings People keep expressing how painful it is and how they can't sit still and how they can't take the feelings that come up. You're not going to be able to sit with them for an hour the first time out. It may be 30 seconds. It may be a minute. It may be five minutes. You do it for as long as you feel like you can, and then you do it a little bit longer. It's so important to re-experience this. Listen, we all wish we had that easy life where we don't have to go through this and do this work. We all wish that we could be in denial and not feel it. You know, we look at other people who seem to skate through life without having these nagging emotions, bringing them down and controlling every aspect of their life. If you're listening to this, you're not one of those people and you're gonna have to do the work. You're going to have to sit with them, and you're also going to have to act through them. You're going to have to fight through it. I feel a fear, and I sit, and I figure out eight or nine other things that I could possibly do to avoid doing the one thing that I don't want to do. The shift comes where it's like, I need to do the one thing that I'm avoiding because those feelings come up and they're paralyzing. We have to walk through that fear. We have to sit with feelings and we have to act through those feelings as painful as they are. They may feel like death and maybe at one time that feeling felt true, but we're reliving voices and tapes and old scenes that don't exist in this moment. And we have to teach our body, our cells, and our brains that what is going on right now is not what was going on back then. The only way to bridge that gap is to start feeling those feelings so you can connect the dots backwards to the original pain and that's what we want to get to. We want to get to that original pain and feel it and experience it and relive it as if we were there in the moment. 
And then we will have that emotional hangover, that emotional vulnerability that sits with us afterwards because we feel exposed and unprotected. And that's where the rebuilding comes in when you start to experiencing these things that had happened to you that have altered your life for so long. And we can strip ourselves down to those moments that had happened. We can rebuild ourselves with a strength with a foundation that is built on truth and not on fear. And the only way to rebuild your life is to experience it as an adult, as now, where you will be the one that's parenting yourself. You will be the one that's there for you. You will not abandon yourself. The more we avoid Edmund Alter from the fear. We are just recreating the abandonment that we had felt. We have to be there for us. We have to go back in time and hold our hand through it. It's that part that we have split off with fear that we need to reintegrate back in our lives. This is a very, very slow, long, painful process. And it's going to come in waves. You're going to do it for a while and you're going to be like, that's it. I am done for a while. We can't live in the darkness 24-7. As you start doing this work, reward yourself with things that feed your soul, that you enjoy that you feel good with, get out in nature. Go do the things that make you feel alive. There's a balance. We do not have to sit in fear all the time. The more we go into the fear, the less we need to live in it. Slowly do the work and be extremely patient and forgiving of yourself. Forgive yourself where others wouldn't apologize and could not be there for you. You are now your own parent. Start parenting yourself. Start loving yourself. Start seeing yourself as a child and imagining what it was like as a child to experience all you did. If you had seen another child go through, through something that you went through, the compassion you would have for them is the compassion you need to give for yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop being afraid of going into the fear and the feelings. You can do it. You're strong enough. This is how we will learn how to trust ourselves and feel competent and empowered. I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That would be great. All right. Take care.